This session is brought to you by Zurich Life and Investments. These guys are one of the last true independent life insurers going around and they're Swiss, so you know their stuff is solid. These guys really understand and believe in the value of advice, which is why they invest in programs like this one and partner with groups like XY Advisor to help drive the positive evolution of financial advice in Australia. Their team are just really good people as well. So if you haven't already connected with them to learn more, check out their website or speak to your business development contact. This session is also brought to you by Sun Super. They're one of the fastest growing profit for members or industry funds in Australia. They were the very first of these funds to partner with advisors and they've got functionality where you can actually link to your client's Sun Super accounts and charge advice fees through the fund, as well as a number of uh, tech innovations to make it easier for you to work with your clients. They've got great investments, they're really, really cheap, and their team are just generally legends. So if you haven't already connected with Sun Super, give them a shout, because they're doing some really cool stuff. Good evening, Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good morning, Vietnam. I don't know, something from Full Metal Jacket. Something or other. Anyway, we are uh, joined by the illustrious Glenn James. Mate, how are you? Hey, I'm well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming down from Central Coast, bro. I live to give. (laughs) (laughs) We were just chatting before about uh, where you live. Yeah. Blue Bay. Yeah. God's country. Love it. Mate, how good's that beach? It's pretty good. I mean, I can go down there some afternoons when it's not school holidays and be the only one on the beach. Yeah. I miss the um, Central Coast for that. It's good. Do you have any clients in Sydney, though? Yeah, uh, 15% of my client base is in Sydney. Yeah, right. How did that happen? I had a joint venture with an accounting firm uh, in the city for a while, for a couple of years. Yeah, right. And uh, I decided I didn't want to keep commuting to Sydney, and it worked out that I was going to have to probably move to Sydney, and because most of the work was coming from there, mm. so I stopped it and uh, actually bought the clients uh, from the accountant. So how does uh, how does a Central Coast planner yeah. end up with a JV in with an accounting firm in Sydney? It's all to do with relationships and who you meet. Mm. That's as simple as that. And it was, yeah, we had the same values and I think that's important. We had the same philosophies, um, worked great together, but um, I actually didn't want to ever leave the Central Coast mm, I've seen that time. before. Man, I agree. <laughs> Having lived there for a decade... I'm happy to leave feet first in a box, but so you uh, told me. You said you were really happy to leave. (laughs) Yeah, don't you? Don't listen to these Sydney guys, man. Yeah, don't listen to them. He loves oh Sydney. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do? Do you jam them all into one day, or what do you? Oh, I'm pretty cash. uh, If you haven't noticed, Um, (laughs) I don't like working too much. So what I'll do if I um... said like a true financial advisor. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're welcome here anytime. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. yeah, the hours are fantastic, but the pay isn't great. No, um, I if I book somebody in a client in Sydney, I'll always book them in outside of peak times, mm. and then just cruise on down. Yeah, that traffic's a shit fight. Oh, so. just not happening. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm happy to meet with anyone anywhere, but uh, it's on my terms. Uh, so Have you managed to shift many to online? Maybe it's like any. Oh, I'm. It's funny. I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday. I could never run an advice business model and do it online. 
okay. because I'm the type of person I need to be in the room mm-hmm. because I can feel the room more and mm. actually know what you uh, what you're feeling and just get more of a sense. I so feel like I feel like I mean, is this if uh, is it Phil Phil of, uh, who's the Beddoes Institute? Um, Oh, Rebecca Shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm Rebecca interviewing you. Yeah. That's yeah. a great answer yeah, when you're, you. they're assessing your practice on why you um, <laughs> like to be face-to-face with clients. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it's just I'm not that person. It's like I need to be in the room, engaged with the client, and I'm resolved um, with the fact that I'm okay with that. Man, well, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. No. I think most people agree with you. I, I, in fact, even something as simple as a podcast... Mm is infinitely better now that we're all in one room yeah. rather than yeah. over... I, I mean, some people can do it. Yeah. Right? Some people are killers at it. Yeah. But the advice, in my limited opinion, mm. uh, is sort of that mm. in-the-room kind of thing. Yeah, it's probably taken my talking over the top of clay. You dropped it by 50%. I yeah. <laughs> and because, like, the, how often do you meet with a husband and wife and he's or she or whoever, you know, two parties... One's like gung-ho about, oh, we're doing this, 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 this. The other one's sitting there squirming in their seat. Mm. Um, I want to be able to feel that. you got to see by, the squirm. Yeah, by being in the room. you got to feel the squirm. <laughs> you got to know which one's squirming. Yeah, exactly. When they're squirming. Exactly. Um, so it's Financial just, squirming. Yeah. It's a whole new uh, level of advice. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I got a lead in Melbourne uh, just before Christmas. How? Uh, I think Facebook. Um, From your challenge that you're doing? No, no, it wasn't even that. Huh. It was just a, a picture know. of you, and they said, "I have to I have get to see this guy." You know, if you need financial advice, I need to just go to the best. Based so. on that picture, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, he's got a, like a couple Who's of emblems that say he's got. Um, there's yeah. a couple of awards that sit on the bottom of your signature as well. Um, yeah, there's a there's a couple. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of uh, little uh, shelf dust collectors. What, yeah. What's going on? What have you been winning? Uh, life. Um, no, I... He's still um, alive. He feels like yeah. he's winning. winning at life. And he's from the Central Coast. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm not going to... I actually don't care about getting a client if I can't sit in front of them. So, to the Melbourne person? Yeah. Senil. No no luck. Actually, I, I said, look, I'll... I talked to them on the phone and I said, look... I will chat to you on the phone and then I'll get a vibe for who you are mm. and I'll refer you to two or three other advisors down there who I think can, you know, work with your character. Ooh, who got a run? Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to well, say Whoever's this. listening out there that didn't get a phone call. Yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> every Melbourne I'm, advisor I'm right now. I'm not like, going to say. I thought we were no, friends. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve Crawford, if he did contact you. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that's where you send the ones like yeah, no, no one would want. Yeah, so <laughs> I and to be honest, I yeah, I sent him a couple of names. I said, look, you know, give these people a call. I'm sure you'll be looked after. So yeah, yeah, you, you send the annoying ones to Steve, yeah. and, and the good ones to Corey. Exactly. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of doing a business model, and it probably won't because you know how you have like a hundred good ideas in the shower, but ninety nine of them suck. Yeah. yeah. So this is. Um, a good idea is like a service where I find you the advisor. Oh, like yeah. Find the advice broker. Well, um, oh. uh, like pro advisor. Pro advisor, yeah. Yeah, I, what are, how do they work? Well, it's not around anymore. Yeah. They, um, they used to, they did a whole lot of SEO and content marketing and then they would vet 
yeah. people that came through. And yeah. then um, there's a couple of different models that they ran. We'd pay per lead. Mm. Yeah. Or they'd put it up there. And I think the first one in, the first, yeah. you get an email and the first one that responded. Yeah. yeah. Or, so, and actually there's a website. And I did get a client out of that, by the way. Yeah. Like, it worked. Oh, hey, Nick, like, it worked. There's a website. <laughs> and I think it was an American model because they spelt advisor with a OR. Yeah. And most of the time when you see that, it's I believe American it's American thing. spelling. Yes. Um, anyway, there's a website and you click down like what type of advice and it's just like a click and it sends you to like these three advisors. So it's either do that but in person, like come in or have the business model, bring me your financial plan and I'll review, review it, it for like, Ooh. I know it's... No, no, no. Because I, like... I don't hate it. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking, cause, but it's the whole thing. It's like... If you're, I don't know, an air conditioner installer, you can install an air conditioner eight different ways, I'm sure, and all of them are okay. Mm, and yeah. to a point, that's the same with advice. Oh, True. totally. To a point. Yeah, so no, no, so that totally business will end point. up just approving everything. Just pay me. Check, oh, yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> no, it's rubbish. Go to this guy and then you probably pick up a referral fee. No, oh, know. actually, I, like I, I had a really Circular weird sort of story that. where I almost did that. So uh, I saw someone and she said, uh, I'm going to get advice from this other guy. And she said, but I'd like you to review it before I implement it. Right. I, and and hmm. I, I, it was kind of weird. I'm like, am I breaking this fraternity code you know mm. of advisors kind of thing mm. in the end i had no problem doing it yeah <laughs> did you get paid for it no nah. you uh, want no nah, in the end i looked through it and i said ah oh, look it's it's okay you know and she went with it i a guarantee way to lock in a relationship like a financial advice relationship with a client i do it a fair bit and i genuinely mean it i'm like look I don't want you to commit to me right now. I would recommend you go speak to somebody else and see if I'm the right fit for you. The minute you say that... Well, I... I, I tried that a couple of times. <laughs> they didn't come back. No, no, no. That's <laughs> because yeah. you were doing We're it talking with... about financial <laughs> advice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not, not, not going on a date. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely separate. Just go talk to a couple of yeah. other guys. See what they've got to exactly. offer. Exactly. <laughs> it's just radio silence from the yeah. Exactly. So, I'm quite okay. I mean, it's... I don't know if I'm getting older and I just don't actually need the work. Is, mm. You know what is? Well, how long have you been advising for now? Oh, I think twelve years. How long you had your own business? Uh, eight years. Whoa, that makes you for us uh, X Wires. That, like that a makes, veteran. That's like a veteran in our world. Right. How old were you when you started? I started my business when I was twenty-five. Hmm. Oh, it's yeah. And that's, that's uh, how old are you guys? Thirty-four. Thirty. Yeah, so I'm 33, um, and I was 25, and I think I was young enough and dumb enough to think I could do it. Yeah, I thought that as well. Mm. Well, well. Apparently, it worked out right. I mean, yeah, well you just need like 12 years. Yeah. It works out okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, I've only so, got seven more. I, it's like it's funny, you know that music uh, musician um, Goatee or whatever, how you ever pronounce it. Mm. Everyone's like, oh, you're an overnight success, you know, with that song. It's like. Overnight success doing 10 years of dingy pubs where no one knows yeah. you. You know what I mean? So, I think, yeah, a lot of younger advisors that are listening, um, and I'm probably ranting, but whatever. Uh, you, invited you sound like here. one of those older advisors just like telling us what we should do. Well, it's advice and it's worth what you pay for it. Um, like, yeah, just you know, sow the seeds for a couple of years, chill out. And um, yeah. but it reminds me of, uh, I think it was 
There's a book that talks about the Beatles, um, the 10,000 hours rule. Yeah. About before they made it. Yeah. Same sort of thing about Yeah, yeah like yeah. they did pubs around well, Europe. I'm for... actually pretty interested. What were you doing before you opened your own business? I was working for another advice firm. So you've um, done advice your whole professional life then? Uh, well, I'm a... Um, I'm probably a bit of a hack. Okay. Um, I left school after year 11 because yes. I didn't want to sit in the classroom of someone telling me what to do. <laughs> um, and then I did a telecommunications apprenticeship. What is like so like, Telstra? No, like, um, you know, like PABXs, you know, telecommunications, phone systems, um, data networks. How long did that last? Four and a bit years until I was oh, over shit. it. Um, so I did the apprenticeship, but I was the youngest in my year at school. So... I was a year... A so you were at 16. Yeah, so I started right. my apprenticeship. So by age 20, I was pretty much qualified. And then I'm like, oh, I need to do something else because I was interested in investing in shares yeah. and whatnot. So then I studied... Um, I just enrolled in a diploma of financial planning. Yeah, right. And um, just started studying that and then went to look for a job and I got an entry-level role. Where at? Uh, There's a practice at North Sydney. Okay, so you coming down... Yeah, so I commuted for four and a bit years. Where, that, where in North Sydney? Uh, Mount Street. Mount Street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was in... I started... I kicked off my financial planning career in North Sydney as well at Dixon Advisory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I was really thankful for the time that I... And I learned from scratch. Like, I started in admin, reception, like, get the milk, get the mail type role. Yeah. And so, I guess that was part of my success is... When I'm sitting with a client in my own business, I knew every piece of paper they would have to sign totally. to make the whole process smooth. So it was like the least part, least path of resistance for the client. Mate, you've got a great story because you you started from the bottom essentially, yeah. and yeah. and then I mean now I, he's here. Now, now, <laughs> now I'm here. It's your pinnacle. I'm, and it's opportune that I'm here because. Making it to the XY podcast, I'm announcing my retirement today because I've actually, <laughs> I've actually done else. everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> good night, good night, nurse. Yeah, <laughs> I'm but, done. Retiring but, on the Central Coast. Mm. <laughs> so by 25, you definitely would have known enough. Yeah, yeah. To open your own business, yeah. and and uh, where did you? What what was your first uh, dealer group, and where what what was your first, first dealer group was uh, in my own business. Yep. Yeah, it was Apogee Financial Planning, and I've been with them since. Oh, so you've stayed with them? Yep. Excellent. And how yep. have you found them? Great. I mean, and wow. this is the thing: like, so many people chop and change dealer groups, thinking they're going to solve their problems, mm. but the problems usually in the mirror, and mm. the problems will follow you. So it's true. You usually don't have a dealer group problem to a point. You usually it's got, got a, too a, high expectations of what a dealer group should do. Well, exactly. I mean, <laughs> or can do for you're, you. You're running a freaking business mm. uh, first and foremost. If you're self-employed, mm. and you need to plug in the license to that business, and yeah, they have some responsibilities to provide you the services that you pay for, and blah blah blah. But um, yeah, a dealer group is not going to solve all of your problems. And, and there's no clients walking in my door. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, they dealer don't group. fall off trees. Yeah. <laughs> And and uh, where did you open your first door? So when was your first office? Was it? Out uh, it was your... on the Central Coast. Yeah. Uh, and I leased a an office probably as big as this recording studio. <laughs> right. Out of a mortgage broker's office. Where? Uh, on the Central Coast. Whereabouts? Uh, in Berkeley Vale. Berkeley Vale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was uh, with a loan market office. Yeah. Did they refer? No. Oh. <laughs> 
They're looking at this 25-year-old kid. Who's this kid? I'm a financial advisor. Well, and this was it. Like, they were old dogs and they were in there. They just weren't interested. I mean, if if I really wanted to get a referral out of them, it was like, oh, gosh. Like, you know, when the client's came in it's like hey i'm here remember refer he'd be standing with um, a sign as they walk out the door but i i just resolved you know fifty dollars a week was cheap rent and that'll do me to like man fifty dollars wow that's that is a lot less than sydney how'd you how'd you bit, get yeah. how'd you get your first clients uh okay so before i started and this is the reason i went with apogee financial planning yeah. because they would i looked at 13 dealer groups in 2010 yeah. and five of them actually do not exist anymore um Whoa. and i knew it was important that if a dealer group went under, my revenue could be at risk or get frozen. So I wanted a deal mm. group that wasn't going anywhere. Right. Um, secondly, they were like one of the dealer groups I called and said, oh, I want to be an advisor. And the next day they just sent me an application like, welcome on board. Here's the one pager. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, anyway, um, they're still around. Um, I'll tell you later. Uh, and the other one, um, and then, so did all that. And the, but Apogee, uh, a guy called Lee Cheeseman was my contact. They said to me, and they probably thought, who's this kid? They're like, we're not taking you on board unless you show us a business plan with four referral sources because we Whoa. don't take on businesses who uh, want to fail. Whoa. So I thought, okay, well, that's if I can't make that huge, and at the time it was a mountain of crap, like... How am I going to do that? Are we talking about the business plan? Yeah, yeah. And actually have (laughs) referral sources lined up. Well, you just write them down. That's... Well... (laughs) The validation that they do... um, Well, but... (laughs) But it's true. I had to get clients from somewhere. Oh, absolutely. So, the first year... So, I I took a couple of sick days um, as I was genuinely feeling unwell to work and uh, started... um, The stress of starting your own business. Oh, ill. Um, And then... (laughs) So before I started, I started lining up referral sources right. that would commit to me. And then the first year I made the decision in my first year of business, I'll never cold call a client. Uh, the minute I have to cold call a client is the minute I'm going to sell mobile phones at Westfield. Like that wow. was, I'm just never going to cold call someone out of the blue. That is a and... small group of advisors in Australia that have started a business like that. Oh, yeah. but I don't want to. Yeah, oh, yeah. not many do. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> not many do. But I, I, I do what I want, and I don't do what I don't want. It's pretty simple. Um, and then, so the first year, I spent basically tracking down referral sources and probably met with about 40 different businesses on the coast. Wow. Uh, and out of that, got a good couple of referral sources. Yeah, nice. And um, Did, did yeah. you look at uh, sea change taxation in Terrigal at all? No. Because back, back in 2010, I was accounting there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above the subway? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that place. Yeah, they're not around up, anymore. Right? Nah, yeah. Because nah. <laughs> yeah. I left. The whole yeah, that's right. Part. That's right. No, you were their business model. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just put the hustle on. And, yeah, so I'm like, if I'm going to cold call, I'll cold call referral sources. Sure, that makes nice. sense. It's a much more leveraged approach. And now, yeah. and now eight years later... Business has matured in that time, yep. and now I see your friendly face quite uh, regularly popping up on my uh, Facebook news mm, feed. Sure. Um, tell us, how's it going, your challenge? I want to know, what, what was the impetus, and what have you found so far? Yeah, so I started with my own brand, Sort Your Money Out, a, um, a savings challenge for this year, mm-hmm. uh, because I really want to just encourage... I, I read an article that like 57% of people 
under 24, I think it was, do not even have $1,000 saved. And Who has that much? Yeah, I know. It's a lot of money, right? Um, but they own an iPhone, which is worth yeah. 1300 Anyway, um, so I thought, let me tr- let me try and encourage people en masse. That's cool, man. So I, um, I just put out a savings challenge and... I've had, and not many people sign up, I've had 50 people sign up to it, many okay. of who I don't know. Yep. Um, Is this organic or paid? Uh, well, organic because, well, I guess paid because I do paid Facebook ads, which okay. gets people yep. to my website yes. and if they see it there, so yeah. Oh, no, okay, I get Ish. it. Yeah, so you're not yeah. putting the challenge out as a lead magnet. Oh, I did as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing a savings challenge and doing it myself, and I've set up Active Campaign to track that. Because you're, you're quite good in front of the camera, right? Mm, I'm terrible, but the edits I make look okay. How good's Adobe Premiere, eh? Oh, <laughs> mate. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought you I thought you come across uh, quite good. Yeah, I mean, if I nail a take, like anyone, it works. But it's um, the fiftieth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Um, so, what do you like about advising? Because if you've been doing it for mm. fourteen years yeah. now, in between employed and self-employed, yeah. yeah, what keeps you here? Why do you love it? Or yeah, I love what I do. Awesome. And I tell people I retired at twenty-five when I started my own business because I just like to help people now in my spare time. Mm. Um, and I just like what I do. I mean, I like I like the fact that what seems basic to me is world-changing stuff yeah. for other people. Much like, you know, when I go to the personal trainer or the someone like that, you know. I was actually joking with someone the other day. It's like, you know, you go to a doctor for... Like I had ankle surgery recently and I had a the post-surgery follow-up and you go to the, the doctor, the specialist, and it's a 10-minute consult and he's saying all this stuff and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's sweet. And I'm thinking, he's probably in the lunchroom chatting, oh, I just had this waste of 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> For us, it can be the same. Yeah. You know, we do this simple, basic meeting and the client picks up one gold nugget that could change their life. So it's realizing that what we do... A lot of people have no idea about yeah and we can share our um knowledge and really help people yeah it's one of those things to remember like it's hard you forget sometimes when you're just going about your day-to-day you're doing stuff that you know what you're doing mm. then you get into a meeting and there'll just be a conversation that happens and you're like shit i forgot that that's not common knowledge or that's not yeah. something that everyone understands yeah, yeah definitely and you're like oh that's why i've got a job okay cool. yeah <laughs> and as much and, and this is and it's the same thing as much as like if you presented a risk plan for example and you spend the time and you've educated the clients on tbd and trauma you know 10 minutes later the client comes back and they actually didn't really remember yeah ah oh. You know what I mean? Like really disappointing 100%. sometimes. Yeah, and you and that's why you pour your heart why, and soul into asset compliant and, documents, and they, yes, and they don't care. And, and that's like <laughs> when you do a review, all you need to do is just take that time as I'm just going to re-educate the client on what they've got and why. So is that how you go about reviews? Pretty much. So that's of, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd never heard it put so succinctly and simply before. Yeah. So you just re-educate the client yeah. on what they have. Yeah, and why? And why? And then. You know, obviously, we look at... Um... And then swap insurer. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> no. Not on live podcasts? No, okay. uh, uh, because okay. it's not we'll 1998. But isn't that a business model in itself? Every uh, two years? Yeah, yeah. 
AP Financial Solutions. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no comps. Yeah. I swap them around, but I don't get anything for it. <laughs> um, it's those back behind the scenes. Papers, yeah. So that's what, yeah. Is this uh, off the record? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. For the record, this is off the record. We put a yeah. huge disclaimer and, before um, the podcast plays. Adrian's comments do not reflect my comments or thoughts. Um, yeah, you so have my, all my business model time. does not reflect my business model. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so because a review and a lot of the clients, like, you, they just want to, like, again, a basic thing that we think is basic, like, oh, how is your spending going? Mm-hmm. Oh, I struggle. Okay, well, do we need to just increase the discretionary money by $20? Will that solve the problem? Because it's okay to spend money yeah, if you've got it. Yeah, totally. So it's just um, remembering that people value you. That's why they're there. Totally, man. That's and a- just to be in like your presence, they get value from because their, imp- their personal finance to them is the most important thing ever. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, it's the same as when you uh, yeah you go into a review. Doctor. Yeah. Well, you thought you thought you're going to talk about all this stuff. You planned it, yeah. and then you get in there and you just you don't even touch it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like a lot of the times, my approach to a point with a client, they go, "Oh, we're thinking about this, thinking about that." I just go, "Well, what do you want to do?" Oh, yeah, I do want to get a property. All right, well, let's see how we can make that happen. Yeah, like, you know sometimes what I mean? it's super simple. Yeah, hey. that's right. What do you want? Okay, yeah. let's make that. Part yeah. happen if it's possible. Yeah, if it's possible. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do it. Yeah. It's super. Like, at the end of the day, I feel like financial advice is potentially the easiest career path that you can have. But people are so emotional about mm. about mm. money. They're yeah. not rational. Yeah. At all that they have all these conflicting thoughts and motivations, and it ends up confusing themselves. Uh, infinitely more than they need to mm. and, 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 and the value of having someone walk in and just be uh, very uh, methodical and like, it's like a doctor a coach even yeah or like a coach and just say oh it's actually not as hard as what you're perceiving yeah in fact look if we just do these things uh, da 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 you get what you want yeah and, and the same thing as well it's like you look at um the best tennis player in the world, if it was Roger Federer, why does he need a coach? Mm. But it's because it's a third party that's looking at a different angle. Well, exactly right. In fact, uh, that's exactly why uh, Paddy has a, a business coach. Because he says, if Roger Federer has a coach, <laughs> then I need, one. I need one as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sean Green. That's a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you're talking about um, people's expenses and sort of mm. having that discussion. How deep? What do you? There's there's a lot of talk, and everyone's trying to sort of um, develop propositions around the cash flow management space yep. and and get deeper there because there's I think a lot of people agree that's the foundation where a lot of things mm. happen. What do you What do you do around that space? I basically um, I've pretty much developed. If I take on a new client now, um, if you don't want to do one of my foundations, which is a cash flow plan, mm. I won't take you on. Um, because everything that we do comes out of the day-to-day cash flow. 100%. And I basically explain to clients, the reason it's so important is because to win the year, you need to win the months. To win the months, you need to win the week. So if we can really, you know, and often that your financial well-being and success will happen 
um, at the day-to-day cafe and the day-to-day entertainment because if you can cap that blow, I call it blow money because um, you just blow it. Um, <laughs> just going to Johnny Depp. Yeah, um, that's right. That's yeah. Nice. Um, so basically, I like to. I, it's the Central Coast, I guess. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Bit different. Oh mate, it's not could you what? Um, <laughs> We're doing a man down the path sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess it's, I like to tell people that I personally hate budgets. Um, mm. And because I don't want to go to a cafe or a restaurant and log that I've spent $5 on a coffee. Because mm-hmm. for me, it, it goes under the column of life's too short. Totally. Um, so I, I like to work out, you know, get an idea from the client if they um, sit on the spectrum, if they're a spender or a saver. And I'll get mm. the either partner to... I go, so if you two were partners, I'd be like, oh, so Clayton, what would you say Adrian is? Is he a spender or a saver? And you say, oh, he's a spender. And he sits there and chuckles. Oh, like it's the same. It's theater. Like you get the same result and they can pick each other. But it's like, okay, so we know that your natural proclivity is a spender. Well, we know that. So just learn a new word, by the way. Yeah. Proclivity. Oh, that's okay. We'll get back to the thesaurus later. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And um, so, and I use the example of me. If there's a spender and saver spectrum, yes. I actually sit outside of it on the spender side. So I know I'm actually yeah. nuts. And if there's money around, it's going to grow legs and it's gone. So <laughs> I've developed my budget mm. around um, that I don't actually have to use my brain for it. So you have those discussions with the clients. Yeah, and- the spender and the saver is a very interesting topic because uh, there's a there's a there's a range of uh, you would call them sources mm. that or give or take. I don't know what, what you've looked at, um, but say that about 50% of people are spenders and 50% are yeah. savers. Yeah. And then uh, you get sort of the more extremes. Yeah. Um, almost like st- normal standard deviations. Yeah. And, and even the, 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 the mass market, if you want to call it that, that first standard deviation of uh, savers only save to spend. They don't even save unless it's uh, based on fear or lack or there's some underlying um poverty Scarcity. mentality in their life mm. right you, which would come from like a, a poor upbringing poor upbringing yes. it's like i've got to hold every cent that i can um and it gets to the point where it's like well you're not tight you're cheap like <laughs> yeah yeah so is this a, is this a fluid thing or do you have a systemized approach to this it's pretty systemized. I mean, the conversation's fluid. Uh, I just like to outline to the clients out loud that it's okay if you're a tight ass by nature. It's okay if you're a spender by nature. That's mm. who you are. Mm. We can't change that to a point, but we can rein it in. Mm. And if you were the tight ass in the relationship, mm. I would say you need to spend money and loosen up. Mm. So by actually setting up a blow account, your job for the week is to blow the money. Yeah. Like you're allowed to, we've got permission. We've got our savings working here. Yeah. Um, and I personally believe there's three things that everyone needs to be doing in their financial life, giving, saving, and spending. And giving. Yeah. Even if you're not doing one of the three, uh, your financial life is out of balance. But give, give to who? Anyone you want. Charities. Really? Organizations. It's a pr- I've heard that a bit from different sources. Yeah. You, you like to promote that, do you? People just need yeah. to send their, email you their bank details? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Just, uh, we'll, get, we'll get that in the It's a Nigerian later. bank, so you've got to make sure <laughs> that you can do the international transfer. <laughs> There's a swift code. Yeah. Apparently, Ripple, the cryptocurrency, yeah. is about to replace that. 
Really? Yeah, it, it, to, just to drag the conversation mm. back into cryptocurrency. Well, yeah, it, I don't think I've had a <laughs> conversation with Clay without. Right. Hey, I sold. I sold. I sold pretty much. How's this? I, I sold out. They, I don't care. I made like eight grand US. Ew! And, that's and, awesome. Yeah, and it, I sold out like at the start of December or whatever. Yeah. And I've got the builders at my house at the moment building an outdoor awning. And it's like the outdoor awning Litecoin built. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes! Oh, and it was, you made all that from Litecoin? Yeah, yeah. Because Litecoin... Oh, mate, I was in on that when it was account. $40. No way. Yeah, I was over that bad boy. Like, and then it went up to... Uh, Australia I think went I was, up to 400 Well, 10X. okay. Those, pl- like those, those playing at home with crypto always set your um, crap to US dollars. So I don't know what it was uh, Australian, but I yeah, sold it yeah. about 350 US. Sure. Um, My goodness. And so, so you've, bought an, you've built an awning yeah. from Litecoin. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, so like... you from the light. Exactly. <laughs> Who guy. is this guy? This guy. <laughs> It's, so look, it's hit and miss. It's hit and miss. Sometimes Just, it's, it's like hit. a shotgun approach. You might say. You might. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I wouldn't call a shotgun approach because you've got a better chance of hitting. It's more of a yeah. sniper shot. Yeah. I think because you got it's, it's, it's a, a lot of winds yeah. around. Like. But it was, it's yeah. funny. It's like. I, I did a couple of blogs on uh, the Bitcoin bubble, and when I say the Bitcoin bubble, I talk about crypto, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, do what you want," but. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what do I know? And I just made a heap of money, but I pretty much sold out. Yeah, yeah like, I, I sold out about 10 days ago. Yeah, well, and, you uh, did good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I chucked in a couple of K. Yeah. Uh, and then, so I put in 4K and yeah. rode it, rode that bad boy up to about uh, 24. Yeah. And then it came back down to about 20, and I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. And I mean, I've still got um, Bitcoin. And Neo, I think. Neo's awesome. Yeah. I don't even... See, I've got this login on Bittrex, and my account's not verified. I don't even know the password. (laughs) I just don't care. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll I'll surprise myself in a couple of years, and there might be another... I I actually... My personal opinion is that... And I mean, I could be be wrong, but I I I think the world surely has realized that the market cap is outrageous. Okay, my biggest thing is, it at the moment, the way it's behaving, it's not a currency. Because, of course it's not a currency. Because you're not going to go to the freaking cafe and buy a $5 coffee with your Bitcoin, because next minute, it could have been a $12 coffee. Exactly. Well, but, but a lot of the technology is actually just technology. It's yeah. not even meant to be used as a currency. No. So I, I feel like even the term cryptocurrency doesn't represent I'm what keen, 99% um, of them are. I think it'd be cool, like, with the cryptocurrency and the blockchain technology, like, you know, you can send a once-off code to somebody to get into your house, that type of stuff. That's totally. totally secure. All or, that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That, like, um, again, the tech, but, but the crypto. Well, uh, and, one and, of the defining things of a currency is, like, stability. Like, a good currency is stable and reliable. And you can settle government debts with it. Yeah, totally. That, <laughs> Can you do that with crypto? I don't, know. I don't think the Australian Conversion. government... Uh, well, you just sell it and transfer it into... Yeah, the... but I'm talking, it's like ato.com forward slash... Um... Oh, you can't pay your tax bill. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you can electricity, I think, now. Bitcoin or crypto. Yeah, yeah Bitcoin. But that's that's got to be a marketing thing to get that's, people, that's, customers. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, no I, more I, Bitcoin. I, I dragged us into it. I'll drag us back out. 
It's horrible. It hurts me every time. Yeah. Can what I just can I just say about? one thing about that? <laughs> I knew it was time to sell when my neighbour <laughs> has a gambling problem was telling me about how much he knows about crypto and how much he's buying. I mean, well, when I, it gets to the point where a guy on a building site is buying crypto, I, know. I mean, and, and, well, that's why I thought. And it's like, yeah, mate, I've, I've owned it. it for five months. Like, yeah. you're late to the party. I know. I read uh, on Reddit now in the cryptocurrency that the the main posts are all about suicide prevention, and I'm thinking, Ooh. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking. This is just the best proof that this is the most emotional style of investing What's that scary? I've ever seen. Free internet money. <laughs> oh, no. It's a whole, it goes in the whole too good to be true bucket. Yeah, correct. And we can move on from it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, Glenn, what's, what's happening for the year? What's the game plan? Well, um, I'm looking at, um, I run a pretty lean business, um, looking at uh, leaning it up even more. Wow. So I can uh, focus. As in like losing weight or? Yeah, I need to do that as well, actually. Yeah. It's a pot kettle, mate. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, it's, it's just... pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, pretty this good. guy. No, no. <laughs> well, it's just a dad, Jack. Are, wasn't you, so are you a dad <laughs> that you know of? <laughs> yeah. I've got the dad bod. Let's, yeah. It. So I'm, I'm thinking about. GQ's in, um, dad bod of the year right here. So I've got a, a reminder in my phone for like August to send a happy Father's Day card to my best friend um, anonymously. It's like, oh, hey, Nick, now that I'm um, 18, I thought I'd reach out. Oh, um, oh no. I tracked your address down through the database no. and post it to him. No. That's my plan. You're and so forgot, brutal. Yeah, I forgot to do it like last year, but I'm like, oh, like on Father's Day last year, I'm like, oh, I forgot. So I'm like, alarm. Yeah, you're just coming August. into that range where those first couple of yeah, uh, experiences the, yeah. uh, could have yielded some crop. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, you are a farmer, aren't you? You just sow seed. Oh, <laughs> if we if we need to avoid crypto, we certainly need to avoid yeah. uh, Adrian yeah. Paddy's... Uh, How yeah. do we lift this? So, yeah, anyway, leaning up the business, uh, I'm focusing more on the one-to-many coaching aspect which has been very interesting with my licensee because they get scared when Glenn James is writing posts about Bitcoin <laughs> and hopefully by the time people listen to this that problem will be solved um, and uh, yeah so well hold up you came back from FinCon you had yeah, a, so I went a game to FinCon. plan like, you've been kicked off something that's pretty yeah ambitious. so I've started so I recorded a podcast on, at FinCon mm, I took awesome. all my gear um like I had a heap of gear that I took to FinCon. There was a database like who wants to be interviewed. So I recorded like seven interviews at FinCon. Awesome. Uh, live in the lobby. Um, basically about everyday money management, just basic, you know, consumer stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, launched that. And um, now, and then before FinCon, I went to a friend's house in the Midwest and interviewed about six or seven other people. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And so I've released C series one of the podcast, which is just called money nerds, like, you know, yeah. sort your money out in the ser series one money nerds. Yeah. And then series two is going to be, I think I'm going to call it random chats with Glenn or something like that, because what I'm doing, I interviewed people who's, so I know a guy who's a musician in the States who's got a big following and, um, he tours the States and talking to him about, you can name drop. Oh, he's 
band or groups called Vespertine. So Vespertine. if you look up Vespertine okay. on Instagram, cool. so he's got a big following of like teenagers and stuff. Um, so I interviewed Vespertine and talked about the parallels between his music and the behaviors and the art form about that and translate that into personal finance habits and behaviors. Whoa. Like, so just cool, interesting stuff. That is cool. Um, a few of you might know a, um, one path BTM pro tip. Does anyone know pro tip? Is as a name. Yeah. His pro, name is pro tip. tip. Yeah. There'll be people that would know him anyway. That is an excellent name. If yeah. I wanted advice from anyone, it mm. would be from the guys. With who, the pro tip. Yeah. yeah. The pro tip. So I interviewed pro tip, uh, last year at the AFA conference, uh, in my hotel room. It was <laughs> fun. Um, <laughs> You shut up. No. <laughs> and um, it was cool. So, plan. for example, he uh, he's a marathon runner. Oh, cool. So, I interviewed him about his life and marathon runner running and basically the parallels but with rhythm and behaviors back into personal finance. Awesome, man. Uh, interviewed a non-for-profit cafe in Columbus, Ohio, where everything they make goes back into the community. Um, wow and talked about business, small business. So mm. season two of the podcast is about to launch, um, when I edit it. Um, and wow. so I'll be doing that this year. And then I'm working on season three of the podcast at the moment, which be eight episodes just on property investing. And I'll interview cool. a series of like real estate agent, a rental agent, a mortgage broker off the plan. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff, all the good stuff. You know? Okay, so thematic, it's a thematic podcast then. You, you pick yeah, a theme, yeah. you do a season. Because I never wanted to do a, um, I do a podcast and every week I have to release this and mm. all this pressure because I hate pressure on myself. Totally. Um, so I'm just going to dump um, seasons Netflix style. Yes. Um, so I'm working on that. And it's, it's I've had a good cool. response. Um, and How yeah, long do you go for? About 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the audio. Yeah, and I've I've got some cool audio gear like for those listening who are into that. Like I've got analog condenser microphones that go into a um, a Yamaha unit. I forget what it's called, and then that converts the analog to digital. And I use Adobe Audition, so I yeah I've got a lot of options in the post world. Yeah, right. Um, Sounds good. Because it's like there's so many podcasts out there that are like shit quality well up and until like, there's one thing oh and also <laughs> you, you wouldn't happen to come across xy advisor podcast from but, 2016 yeah <laughs> yeah or 17 or 17 so for example quality, the guests were great the quality the, the audio yeah that's oh right so like i just want to do it from day one if people have the pleasure of letting me inside <laughs> their ears <laughs> i'm going to be gentle to their ears yes. and so for example i'll master all the uh, I master all the podcasts and in audition it's like is it L-U-F audio guys Luff 16 or something Luff minus 16 yeah, yeah okay. whatever that is Thumbs up. so you've got to master your podcast so if someone listens continuously it's the same level it's like it's sitting up at the front it's not in the background so are you taking notes yeah well uh, thankfully uh, we are in the capable hands of uh, Joe and the team yeah um, so so yeah, so I'm, I'm big. I, I want to start my one-to-many stuff. Uh, I'm writing a book and I probably need to ask you how to do that. Uh, yeah, um, my biggest tip is don't. Yes. It's like 18 months of torture. Yeah. It was truly, it was very, very difficult. It was one of the 
one of the uh, things in life I, I would suggest is harder yeah. than you think. Yes. Conversely, um, <laughs> I spend a lot of time in cafes because um, I don't like working, uh, but like I take my laptop and work from there. Yeah. Um, I was in a cafe, got talking to somebody. Anyway, he's a English literature, English, I can't even speak it, whatever. He's a professor at Sydney Uni, right. English literature, literature. Yeah, Correct. that's the word. He's like, oh, I'll help you structure it. Ah, oh, that's cool. I'm like, cool. And then I was talking to someone else about my podcast in a cafe. I go to leave. This guy walks up to me. He goes, oh, hey, mate, I heard you talking about your podcast. Give us a call. He was the lead creative guy for Spotify Australia. No way. Yeah. Cool. That's mad. they curate their podcast at the moment. Ooh, yeah. How do you get on yeah. there? They've got to approve it. Okay. So, yeah, oh. I've um, I've just emailed him. So, hopefully... Um, That's why Pfizer Well, yeah. You. Get us in. Very good. All right, mate. Well, uh, let's let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah. How do people find out, you know, more, more about what you're doing? Um, they can go to Instagram, sort your money out. Yep. Facebook, at sort your money out. Yep. Um, if you want to have a listen to the podcast... And uh, you can just type in Glenn James or sort your money out on the Apple thing, podcast or Android or whatever. And if you're in the Facebook group, just tag him and he'll in a question and he'll jump in there and answer. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, if you're in the Facebook group, tag me. There will be a um, sarcastic comment like, <laughs> I, you know. Thanks for the tag. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. So I like to ruffle feathers. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me. It's been fun. I don't know. I'm thinking like right now. Okay, so we've talked about all that crap. Now let's get started with the podcast. <laughs> well, we can maybe make it into a Glenn James series or something. Oh yeah, thematic. That's right. Glenn you don't want to, um, yeah, bore the listeners. But um, you can take a boy out of the coast, but you can't take coast mate, out of the boy. Much okay. like Kuji. Hey, Re- representing. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Excellent. Thanks See a lot. you soon. Cool. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.